Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to My Millennial Career. My name's Shelley Johnson. I'm a HR consultant and the founder at Boldside. Hey, Em. Hey, Shell. Emily Bowen here, COO of Rare Kind. Today on the show, we're talking about how to find a mentor. Em and I, we've both got, a, I guess, a different approach to mentor relationships. And so we're going to talk through how we do that personally and then what to look for in a mentor, ways to connect and reach out to people that you would like to learn from and the value that they can add in your career. Let's do it. start with what is a mentor and this is an important place to begin because sometimes you might hear of coaches and sometimes you might hear of mentors and then we all have these other influential people in our lives like our leaders and bosses and so on and so forth and I guess this is um, you know our opportunity just up front to explain when we talk about a mentor what does that mean now if I can kick us off uh, for me a mentor is somebody who, and, and I guess I'm going to make a comparison to a coach here in particular. A mentor is somebody who will offer you, I guess, advice and guidance and share with you the experiences that they've had throughout their career that then hopefully you can learn from and, and take some value from. Whereas a coach is somebody who won't give you that information, but they'll typically ask you a lot of questions and more so guide you through finding your own answers to a scenario problem or or how to develop in a particular area. So that's something that stands out um, in my mind. The other thing I wanted to chuck out there is that, you know, whether it's your boss or it's somebody else, a mentor can have more than one hat that they wear. So you might find that, you do have uh, a leader in your business who, yeah, they're your boss, but they're also somebody you would consider a mentor. And so in the context of your professional life, I guess you've got this nice business relationship where there's someone that you look up to and, and that you can learn from. But how does that fit with your um, yeah, definition you cra- of a mentor? You crushed it. <laughs> and I was just thinking, I really love your distinction between mentor and coach. I think that is a helpful distinction to go, a mentor is someone who shares their experience, their learnings, their advice. And the coach is more asking you questions to, to get you building those learnings. And, and I think, yeah, I loved that. So, well done. Okay. Tick for me. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I think we think about then now what makes a good mentor. And for me, um, there's a few things that I'd be looking for in a mentor. And the first and foremost is that they're trustworthy and honest. Like, and there's someone that you can share confidentially with and know they're not going to breach your confidence. Well, often the conversations that you're having are so vulnerable or sensitive and that might be about you, it might be about other people, the business that you work for. So, look, yeah, good job to you too, Shell. Great answer. (laughs) This is like, (laughs) oh gosh. There's a couple of other things you need to look for in a mentor. 
you want to find someone who's respected for their knowledge and skill in a particular area. So you don't go to a lawyer for financial advice. And in the same way, if you're wanting to develop your skills in marketing, you're not going to come to me for that because <laughs> I can tell you now I won't be able to help you. But but go to someone with that skill that's further along in their journey than you. Now, further along in their journey doesn't necessarily mean age. Oh, no. And look, I'll talk about that later when, as you said, we discuss our views on or the ways that we approach mentoring um, that's slightly different. But yeah, just for me, it's someone that's walked the path before you, but they could be younger than you. That's right. It doesn't matter whether they're older, younger, same age. It's all about experience. Yeah. And, and, the other thing I would just mention is you want them to genuinely want you to succeed. So a mentor should really want your success and care about you. They, they shouldn't be threatened by your success. So just there are a few things to look out for and what makes a good mentor. Nice. All right. Now, how do mentor relationships add value? So I, I know we've both rattled off already um, some of the clues to what the answer here might be. Something I find really useful in mentors is as a sounding board. You know, I am somebody that uh, verbally processes, as Shelley would know. And uh, so for me to be able to just kind of rattle off some thoughts or when I've got some undercooked ideas or some things that are coming into my mind, like the seed is planted and I'm keen to just explore it further, I really like the opportunity with a mentor, somebody that I as Shell has rattled off, respect in their area. They've got experience in that space that I don't have. I really value that opportunity to just kick an idea around with them. And I think the other thing that's really helpful is when a mentor has a really different approach to you. So, so you mentioned you're a verbal processor just then. And if you have a mentor who's not like that, that can actually be really helpful as opposed to, I think what can happen in these dynamics is we gravitate towards people who are like us. Yes. Whereas the best mentoring relationships are when you find someone that's very different to you. So yeah. for, for example, my, my, one of my mentors and who is an old, who's an old boss of mine who I've talked about multiple times on this podcast, she is so different to me and I'm again, verbal processor. She's an internal processor, deep thinker, not emotionally unstable like me. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And the qualities that she brings that are so different is what makes that relationship so helpful. Well, particularly if I get on a roll, I know that it's useful for me, not for the whole time, but for, a you know, to a point to have somebody who's a really good listener. And so a mentor who actually has that awareness, that that care about me, that they, they're happy and patient to sit and listen and then at the right moment to start to add their own advice and, and the table turns and I become the really good listener. But I know that that's not always the case. You can sometimes find that you're sitting across from someone and, and they want to jump in with their experience and stories, but maybe it's too early. So I see how having that difference could be really, really valuable and add that. The other one that I... Uh, I guess a couple of the other things that I've thought of is, and we've referenced this, the the travelled the path before you. So somebody that is seasoned. And I think when I am looking for mentorship, it's often because I've maybe gone a certain distance, but I don't know what's ahead of me, or I feel like I've got a few ideas or a few options in front of me, but there's unknowns. And so seeking out somebody who you feel like does have that experience means that the value that they can add is that they have almost like a little bit of a crystal ball for you that they can offer. Yeah. And even as you were talking then, Emma, I was thinking about 
the other thing of like having someone who is that bit ahead of you, but can also maybe see in you those skill gaps or maybe even character things that might be holding you back and, and speaking with honesty around those, that is just like, you cannot calculate the value of that in your career. Having someone that can come and say, Hey, I'm coming from this perspective. I can see this in you. And I'm wondering how, if you were to change that, what that would, how that would benefit you, or I'm wondering if that's holding you back from X. Yeah. And when we talk about finding that honesty and trust with somebody, then that is what will allow that value to come of them being somebody that challenges the way that you think and helps you reframe. Amazing. Exactly. Hey, thanks for listening. We love learning how to do all things well, which is why we have a bunch of different podcasts on a variety of topics. So go and check out My Millennial Investor, My Millennial Property, My Millennial Money Medical, My Millennial Health, My Millennial Business, and My Millennial Money. Find these wherever you're listening to this podcast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We were talking about, for Em and I, we both have pretty different approaches to mentoring in terms of how we live this out in our own lives. And for me, I have three people in my world that I consider mentors in my life and they help me in different areas. So one, I mentioned my old boss before, she's experienced in HR, she's worked 10 years longer than me in the industry. So she's that bit further along and has the technical skill and depth of experience, but also is that person that's very different in personality to me. So she's very helpful in my world. And then two others. One is a more of that business mentor. So they've been helping me in my business and giving me advice and and we catch up. Um, Probably at the moment it's monthly. So it's quite regular because I've got a lot of learning that I'm doing in that space. And then one other, which is more of a personal uh, relationship and we would catch up quarterly. And uh, something we haven't covered, do you pay for the time of any of these Not for those. I have a um, coaching thing that I do, which is a paid thing, which is separate. And that's more like technical learning for stuff that I need in my business. These relationships, mentoring relationships to me are are really more informal. They're relaxed. They're not like something where I've specifically gone to them and said, you are now my designated mentor. Will you be my friend? (laughs) It's come out of relationship, Em. And so it's, and, and it just has been natural. So with with Deb, it's, I will catch up with her. You know, I just caught up with her yesterday actually. And so you, I, those are pretty like, you know, we'll, we'll catch up regularly. And then others, it's more ends up being like a quarterly thing. And I'll call them when I have a particular crisis and 
that has worked and it's been really helpful. And it's not this very structured thing, but it's that I know that they're people I go to for specific problems and they help me solve them. And did you ever have a conversation with any of them where you did ask them if they were happy to play that role? No, I've never explicitly said that. I've never explicitly said, will you be my mentor? It's implied though. Yeah, you just backed them into a corner. Uh, pretty much. Yep. I can uh, be quite forceful <laughs> like that. And uh, like I, and I'm intentional about regularly catching up with those people. So, so do you drive like, that? Yes. Would you say, yeah. So with Deb, for example, at the end of a catch up, do you schedule the next one? Yeah, in the month well, or so something yesterday, <laughs> yesterday when I was meeting with her, she's like, oh, we need to catch up sooner than we probably <laughs> I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, good. No, but I'm the one driving it. Yeah. Not the, they're not driving. So I'll be like, hey, do you have time for a call today or hey, can we catch up in a couple of weeks or schedule time? So they're really happy to offer you their time and expertise and experience. Yes. But but it's up to you. Basically, it's up to you to own it. They're not going to own it for you. That's right. And and it's come out of relationship. So these are people I've known for a really long time and it hasn't been – for me, it's it's I wouldn't want to jump into a relationship like that without knowing them well. And that would be that's just a personal thing. I don't think that is necessary for everyone, but because that trust piece is so important to me, that's kind of how I've navigated those relationships. Yeah, and I can see how that relationship in turn could mean that they feel a stronger sense of investment in you because they know you, they've got a connection with you, they've seen you walk a part of your path and then, you know, keen to see and be a part of where you go to from here. And they're very um, honest with me and uh, direct. So that's been a really helpful thing of going, um, if, you, if you do invest in these relationships in the long term, which is, you know, the payoff is huge because over the years they can see some of your little Achilles heels things and go, you're doing that thing again. You're doing that thing. We all agreed we wouldn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, love that. That's awesome. And you are different to me. So my approach, I'm absolutely not adverse to what you've just described and I wouldn't rule it out. Like I I think that one day that could absolutely be a way that I do approach mentoring. However, to date, uh, my mentoring experiences have been more around mentoring moments and I've really sought... I guess, what we described as being the value that you get from a mentor in moments where it could be with someone that I also describe as a friend who is walking, you know, a path at the same time as me, but a different one, or they have an experience before me. It could be when we um, have interviewed people on the podcast. And I feel like, you know, you have that connection in some of the episodes you guys might've heard where um, the, the person that we're interviewing actually, um, you know, we, we joke at the time that it becomes a bit of a therapy session or it becomes, you know, like, oh, spotlight's on me at the moment. And they actually draw out of me uh, some answers and some thoughts and then they provide their advice back based on their experience. Well, right. We, we talked, to, we debriefed the Dom Price episode because we just, oh my goodness, we loved that conversation so much. And I am, can I share this? We were oh, laughing sure. about how when he talked about his travelling overseas, like he's doing 90 plus trips a year overseas and realised that he, that was coming at the expense of his personal life. And you and I were laughing about how, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but your no, takeaway really resonated, for, right? 
And your take, yeah, your takeaway from that is, well, how do I apply that learning that he's had to my own career? And it becomes a mentoring session. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that person doesn't even know it, uh, but they've added some value. And there have been many other examples of that throughout episodes that we've done where all of a sudden I feel like, you know, Shell, you're absolutely still there. But for a second, it's like spotlight on me. I'm like, where's Shelly gone? I need my safety blanket. Because this person across from me is offering what we've described, trust, honesty, challenge, advice, experience. And it might only last a moment, but I take something away from that. And so that's really lucky. Um, the other one though is through uh, through work. So there are times when I've worked with clients, I've worked with colleagues, I've worked with leaders in my business and outside of my business uh, or part, you know, as a part of an extracurricular that I've participated in where I've been able to have coffee as a one-off with someone and I walk away feeling like, oh goodness, you know, I got so much out of that. That was wonderful. I hope that person didn't mind, but you know, that's just the path that it led down. And that for me was a mentor, like a one-off mentoring hour or mentoring session over a coffee that didn't necessarily have that intention originally, but for whatever reason, we felt like, yeah, let's grab a coffee. That makes sense for us to catch up. And then that was something that I, I, gained from that time. I love this idea of mentoring moments so much, Emma, and I think it's really helpful for us to see those connections and and learnings in that way. And I was just wondering for you, do you have like, so for me, I know, oh, these are my gaps that I've filled them with, with three people really that, that helped me. Do you have things where you're like, oh, this is a skills gap and you're you know, proactively looking for opportunity to develop that through those mentoring moments? Or is it more, I guess, um, structured and it just kind of happens and it's like those cool spontaneous moments? I would say a little from column A and a little from column B in the sense that over the years when I reflect, I've absolutely been drawn to people who I feel like I've, you know, I've got something going on. So from a personal professional development point of view, you know, maybe it was when I was a new leader or I'm dealing with a situation for the first time and that becomes quite all-consuming for me or there's a bit of a theme for me at the time and I'll meet someone and then I'll kind of go like, oh, we should grab a coffee sometime or the conversation will head down that path because I'm happy to share and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I got some mentorship from value from that because I guess subconsciously or consciously I've taken the conversation or I've, I've teed up that coffee with that person that can fill that space. Then on the flip side, I guess the column B piece is those more unexpected moments like the Dom Price example you just shared where that was not a podcast episode about me. It wasn't about my life and we certainly weren't deliberately heading it in that direction. But he happened to say something that ticked all of the mental boxes without him even knowing about it and I was able to take that away. I would say that I would um, see it as an opportunity for me to become more intentional and that doesn't necessarily mean becoming as structured as you are but I could um, gain, you know, there is room for me to sit down, do a little bit of a mapping exercise and perhaps more clearly work out who these people are and then tap into that. I'll wait for you to ask me to be your mentor after this. <laughs> no, I need you as my friend. Don't laugh too hard. <laughs> um, okay, so, so let's talk about, this, oh goodness, the steps to finding a mentor. So Em, do you want to kind of kick us off? We've, we've both got some different advice around how you find the right mentor. Yeah, I, I can. So the first thing is being clear about what you want to achieve. And I guess given that I've just sat here and said I could get more intentional, 
this is probably a nice first step for me to take. However, I would add that even as uh, somebody who takes the approach of mentoring moments, I am still clear on what I am trying to achieve at the moment. So I'm not necessarily linking that directly to um, mentorship for me specifically, but in more general terms, I've got I've got ideas that are clear about what I'm working on in relation to my personal and professional development at the moment. And that allows me to see and truly appreciate mentor moments when they happen ad hoc and also seek the mentor moments out that are going to suit what it is that I'm focusing on, what my goal is, what I'm trying to achieve at the moment. Exactly. And, and it's interesting even if you think about the difference, we both know what, what the gaps are and there's that self-awareness. So for me, my big gaps around like wanting to focus on how do you build a business and that's my big skill gap right now. It's like if that's what I'm working on and, and developing, then I've got someone who's feeling that space. But that won't always be the case. That need and that gap, if you're working on it well – should eventually close and then you move to something else. So you don't need to have one person for an extended period of time. It could just be, hey, for the next six to nine months, I'm going to focus on X and that person's helping me in that period. The other thing that this clarity has allowed me to do, which I I guess I want to squeeze in here because I haven't said it yet, is um, so last Thursday, I was meeting with our lawyer. So it was for work, our lawyer's external, and I met with her on Teams And at the end of the conversation about the work matter, she said to me, how are you going, Em? And we've built up an amazing relationship over years. And she's somebody who I trust, who is honest with me, who has experience completely different to me in so many ways, but it's it's still relevant, even though I'm not a lawyer, there's still relevance to what I do. And she's also a really senior female business leader, right? So tons of value that she could add to me. I, I find because I've got clarity of what I'm trying to achieve at the moment as, as far as my personal and professional development, when someone who fits that description like her says to me at the end of a meeting, and how are you going, Em? I, what my brain does is it quickly goes like, what can I share with her right now that will genuinely add some value to this conversation? Because it might actually draw out some advice or some expertise or some reflections from her that I can take something away as opposed to just going, yeah, I'm good, thanks, how are you going? Or like, yeah, like just busy. Like I, I, I take those moments as being more intentional and just like I, I kind of don't let them pass basically. So what did you do? <laughs> um, so oh, what did I say to her in that one? So we've, um, we've been going through a lot of change at work just around like buying a new business, um, expanding into state and whatnot. So I went really deep in only one or two sentences, but I went really deep with her Uh, instead of a small talk response on, she already knows all of that context. So on how I've been feeling and what I've been learning. And I shared with her really specifically uh, a couple of those things that I've learned that I've, um, you know, I shared with her that I'd recently made a big mistake and what the impact of that was. And so that allowed her then to, yeah, share some reflections and and advice. So it was still, I guess it was that moment where I don't want to take up any more time of hers then, you know, a small talk conversation could take, but I chose to go with a deep and specific conversation instead of a small talk oh, one. I love that so yeah. much. I love the simplicity, but also intentionality of it, right? Yeah. So but you're, you're, cause I fall into, I hate small talk. Gosh, oh, me too. we both hate it, but, but it's so easy to do, but I love your thinking there. And I think that's a good challenge for all of us to go away and go, when we have those moments with someone, you could take 
you know, an extra five or 10 minutes on a small talk about this is what I did on the weekend, or you could go and be honest and vulnerable and get an amazing learning opportunity out of it. Yep, absolutely. And look, I wouldn't do that at the end of meeting with everybody, but there are absolutely some key people who I'm going to take the opportunity to go, you're a powerhouse of a, you know, boss lady. What can I learn from you in this five minutes you're willing to give me? Oh, and that's really good. So another way you can find a mentor is in your current workplace. So you can actually talk to your boss about whether there would be anyone in the business that would do that kind of mentoring relationship and how that works. So I've seen um, people in a number of organisations I've worked in do this beautifully where they've gone to their manager and said, I'd love to be mentored by someone with a maybe outside of the department that I'm working in with a skill in X. And that's been a really cool process because they get to, I guess, network internally within their own business and they get um, some to build those relationships that can help them in the long term. So you can do it in your current workplace or through networking events. And it's A simple matter of asking someone, it doesn't have to be the formal commitment ceremony of will you be my mentor? It can just be, hey, I really love the way you do this. Would you ever meet with me over coffee? And that's the start. All you have to do is ask to have an initial conversation. Yeah. And again, if I kind of think, okay, how is this being linked to what you're trying to achieve, part of that opening might also describe to them or when you do sit down with coffee, describing to them I guess that goal or that that sense of like intention and purpose and why you're here. So for example, you might have a career plan that you're really aiming for a particular type of role or you want to, you know, maybe skill up in a cross-functional area. And so you can actually identify for them really clearly why it is that you've selected them. Exactly. And there's other more formal ways you can go th- through. So, so we've talked through some of the informal ways of just reaching out and saying, would you catch up for a coffee or going through networking events? But you can do formal mentoring or coaching programs. So you might have an industry group that arranges this for you and you can pay a fee for the service or it might be in co- uh, part of your membership to a certain group. And so just and although it might be that there may be an expense involved, but it's a huge investment in your career, like mentoring and coaching is such a positive investment. So I think any money that you spend on this type of service or is something that will pay off really well in the course of your career. Yeah, absolutely. Let's place it in the same um, bucket as any training that we do, study that we do, those other investments that Um, in some respects, we don't think twice about. We just know that if you choose to do a TAFE course or a uni course, there's a a high chance that that's going to have a price tag attached to it. And that's just normalized. And so this is not dissimilar in the sense that you will get great career value from it. Is there anything else um, in terms of finding a mentor that stands out for you? Look, nothing else in regards to, I guess, that finding right now. What I would love to close on is just a reminder that based on everything we've said, you've realized, I'm sure that the the mentor is giving up their time. They're giving up their time, they're sharing their expertise. And so it's really important that once we are engaged in these relationships, that we don't take them for granted. And we are grateful and we do show that appreciation. And particularly if you do have something structured, where for example, you're meeting with them monthly and you're really driving that turn up on time. Don't reschedule. Pay for lunch. Yes. Pay. Yes. That's a really important one. I yes just yeah (laughs) enough said right but yeah just that general respect for what that person is offering you yeah awesome well 
let us know if you do end up using this episode and find a mentor or you can give us some feedback on your own mentoring relationships. Hit us up on LinkedIn. That's where we hang out. And so you'll find us. Just search us. We're there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sums up this whole vibe nicely. It's the last one we're recording today and probably perfectly timed. (laughs) We're the height of professionalism here. And... As always, if you like the show, give us a follow wherever you listen and we love your feedback and if you're enjoying it, give us a five-star rating and review as well. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. See ya. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. We love learning how to do all things well, which is why we have a bunch of different podcasts on a variety of topics. So go and check out My Millennial Investor, My Millennial Property, My Millennial Money Medical, My Millennial Health, My Millennial Business, and My Millennial Money. Find these wherever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to My Millennial Career. My name's Shelley Johnson. I'm a HR consultant and the founder at Boldside. Hey, Em. Hey, Shell. Emily Bone here, COO of Rare Kind. Okay. Today. Oh, shit. I just, <laughs> I just smashed myself in the tooth. Do not edit that out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, one sec. <laughs> Does anyone ever want to know what teeth sound like? That's what teeth sound like. What is that thing that ASMR, whatever it is? That um, Anyway, I don't know if that's the right thing. Um, today on <laughs> – sorry, I'm bored. <laughs> today on the show <clears> – <throat> okay, I need to recover. Today on the show we're talking about how- – <laughs> Nath, you should put some of this at the back end of this episode. I think people will laugh. <laughs> Today on the show, we're talking about how to find a mentor and we're going to run through.